0: yeah. it's a
1: formality it's a formality <laughs> at this point
2: the first republican primary debate started last night and we're going to talk about the things that shocked us the most and shocked us the least i am desmond price with the independent thought podcast joined by my co-host dr erica of cocktails and capitalism our other co-host tj whitehead from powers taken not given and our new guest cj from vanguardian so the republican primary debate went last night almost how you would thought, except for the fact that Donald Trump was not there, but there were other people on the stage like Ron DeSantis, Vivek Ramaswamy, Mike Pence, and then a bunch of people that we'll probably not talk about as much. But we are going to talk about the things that more or less caught our attention the most. So, you know, when I think about what this debate was and what it wasn't, TJ, I want to start with you. What was the thing that shocked you the most watching this debate last night?
1: Uh, I'd say what shocked me the most was that I paid attention to it at all because I got to tell you the fact that this debate took place without Donald Trump. It's a lot like if you went to go see the Jackson Five perform, but there was no Michael present at all. You're like, okay, I mean, guess <laughs> this is entertaining, but yeah. we we got what are we gonna do here? But as far as the the content or whatever, it's like first is that. Had any of you heard of Doug Burgum before? I Okay, see, I heard of Doug Burgum for the first time last month. I I had no clue who this guy was until uh, I heard something about Iowa that he was going to go down there. I was like, okay, all right, who's this guy? But the thing that shocked me the least was Ron DeSantis's performance, which was just (laughs) bland and atrocious and awful, just like we all expected it to be. And I can't get enough of seeing Ron DeSantis just being embarrassed uh, over and over and over again. And DeSantis, I've always said like his entire campaign is just based on trying to be Donald Trump. He was out trumped by Vivek Ramaswamy in every possible way. He, v- Vivek is more like Trump than DeSantis could ever hope to be. Even when DeSantis is up there trying to do his rehearsed line of Fauci, you are fired. He just seemed like a guy who was trying to be Trump and Vivek just has it. And and DeSantis <laughs> doesn't. So I I did enjoy watching DeSantis uh, get humiliated. I, I I hope to do it some more. I hope he doesn't drop out soon enough because I, I personally can't get enough of it.
0: The most shocking thing, the most surprising thing was- Vivek's performance Um, I think you know I wasn't really expecting him to be such a presence there I really didn't know much about him and I think a lot of other people going into watching the debates felt the same they were on the same footing Um, but yeah he just blew everyone else out of the water with his fucking bad takes and his <laughs> like you know climate change denial
2: let us be honest as republicans i'm the only person on the stage who isn't bought and paid for so i can say this the climate change oh, agenda whoa, 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 whoa. is a hoax wow. the climate change agenda is a hoax who The anti-carbon agenda is the wet blanket on our economy. And so the reality is more people are dying of bad climate change policies than they are of actual climate Governor, change. I mean, Governor I mean, Haley, well, are you
0: bothering And, to- and yeah, just that one. all of the worst takes that he could have. I mean, he really is kind of leaning into the whole Trump approach to politics, where he is way less um, of a like polished, uh, you know, politician he's way more of this kind of raw uh personality that uh people on the right are apparently looking for now after trump or during oh well, yeah you know, trump is still there but yeah. yeah so that was definitely shocking um you know i i i was also like just shocked by the fact that when asked if former president trump is convicted in a court of law would you still support him as your party's choice and all of these cowards just slowly- Cowards. Round, cowards. Fucking cowards. Looking <laughs> around, like, are, are other people raising
3: their hands? Exactly.
1: You know, there is one <laughs> the point vague, about that. Though, the bake's hand right up, went straight
2: up. like uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There is one point about that particularly, <laughs> though. The RNC <laughs> did, in fact, require them to make that pledge before the debate last night. They said that it was a requirement to be on the debate stage. You had to- endorse whoever the eventual Republican nominee will be. And in fact, that's one of the reasons Trump said that he wouldn't show up is because he didn't want to endorse anyone that wasn't (laughs) him. So (laughs) so. surprising (laughs) amount of (laughs) self-awareness.
3: What was that, that CJ? Surprising amount of self-awareness.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So CJ, what, what were you thinking about the debate last night? What was like the thing that shocked you? What didn't shock you?
3: Uh, I was shocked by the booze every time somebody had a halfway decent take, um, <laughs> just attacked immediately by the audience. Um, and I feel like the moderators, it just, it, I feel like it just devolved so quickly, like within the first 10 minutes, first 15 minutes, the moderators had like no control over what was happening yeah. um, on the stage. I was also kind of surprised by, I don't know if surprise is the right word, but I feel like a lot of the candidates are put in this impossible position where uh, they're competing with Donald Trump, but they can't say anything negative about him <laughs> whatsoever. Yeah because they'll be completely abandoned by the party and his base and all of their supporters. Um, so like I, every time someone brought up a critique, including, you know, maybe you shouldn't storm the Capitol. Uh, <laughs> I feel like <laughs> it was just like, completely dismissed by- um, I don't know, that was a lot to take in.
2: Yeah, yeah. no, it definitely was. I mean, I th- no, I know for me, the thing that shocked me the least was um, seeing them all kind of like coalesce around the idea of abolishing the department of education that feels like the writings on the wall for that one right now the republicans are definitely trying to change everything about the education system in our country which you know given their track record not the most surprising thing in the world the thing that shocked me the most though was how they've all seemed to well i guess except for mike pence seem to come to terms with the fact that maybe their abortion bans aren't as popular as they thought they were as they were all backing away from the idea of the national abortion ban all of them Ron DeSantis, who passed a six-week abortion ban in florida wouldn't even answer the question he wouldn't answer the question so it feels like somewhat they understand how unpopular these abortion bans have been as they've been going down in red states like kentucky ohio and kansas so maybe there's a little bit of self awareness there maybe just a, just a little bit but you know obviously the elephant wasn't in the room as they also said on fox news last night you know trump wasn't there do any of you think that any of these people could beat trump is there any reality where one of these people can beat trump tj you already said no why do you think not no no, no scenario as long as
1: donald trump draws breath he will be the republican nominee like he he is the republican party now like this it's what makes the uh well, Desmond and I were talking this the other day about Trump not attending the debate. I wouldn't yeah. either if I were Donald Trump. Yeah, Why? I mean, yeah, he's up by 40 points in every poll. Well, what? He's going to go and be up 50 points? I mean, that's the best case scenario. And so there's no reason for him to show up. And it's, it's what makes the candidacy of Mike Pence, first of all, hilarious. I have no clue. <laughs> what the fuck is going on in mike pence's head when i first heard last year that he was running for president it's like man you have sealed your fate in the republican party you will never i mean your odds weren't great anyway i mean that guy was a radio host by the way can i, can I point that out mike pence had a radio show in indiana what? for years it must have been the
2: driest he, thing ever
1: I, yeah a successful <laughs> radio show then he was a congressman and then, yeah. uh, then governor. He was a governor i was like yeah. how I, how yeah it's like it's it, any proof that there's no God and life's not fair. I mean, Mike Pence right there. But Mike Pence, his whole campaign is like, man, you have no shot. Chris Christie is uh, riding on this. Well, look, I can be tough and I can be anti-Trump. What are you doing here? This is the Donald Trump party. And uh, I didn't think the had a shot against him. I don't think anyone does. So the debate, like the only way it could have helped any of these individuals was to stand out enough to make Trump like you. That's the only uh, positive thing that they could get from this because you're not going to beat him. So, yeah, like guys like Asa Hutchison and Chris Christie and Mike Pence, I have no idea why they're even there. Trump is winning this, and he doesn't have to do anything, and he proved it last night.
2: Yeah. Anyone feel differently?
0: No, no, I it's
1: a formality. It's a formality <laughs> at this point. Trump's you know, I,
2: I do think that there is some kind of a lane for the Trump alternative, not for the sense of like someone legitimately overtaking Trump, but for mm-hmm. the sense that there is a real possibility that Trump goes to jail. And mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that's what a lot of these people are banking on. They're like, hey, yeah. if Trump goes <laughs> to jail, well, then you got to pick me, right? And as as yes. you were saying before, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, I mean, he is checking all the vibes that he's got Republicans it. are he's looking got for. It. I mean, he it doesn't matter if what he's saying is true or not to them because they are looking. It helps for, if it's so, not. <laughs> yeah, they're looking for the vibe check. It's like, is this guy delivering something in an articulate sense? Is does it like seem like he really means what he says? Is it forceful? Is there charisma? Like, that's it. Check, check, check. Vivek, I mean, he went through the roof last night. I think he he's got the it. show. He's
1: entertaining to listen to that. And that's it. Like, like uh, the Republican Party long ago, abandoned any sense of, you know, importance to policy. They don't give a shit about that anymore. Like, are you just this, uh, this charismatic carnival barker? That's what they want. And Vivek, he's got it figured out. And, uh, you know, I'm sorry, you know, Asa Hutchinson, like you, you talking about tax cuts and shit isn't what people want anymore. They want the insanity. (laughs)
0: it's a good line they want the insanity it's so true and uh vivek had this great i mean this fucking atrocious line where he says (laughs) i'm the only person on the stage who isn't bought and paid for so i can say this the climate change agenda is a hoax what like the twists and turns that you have to make in your head to agree with that kind of logic is so fucking insane because like you can't really believe that the 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 folks who are advocating against um you, you know trying to resist climate change are also the ones who are bought you know being bought off like no the people being bought off are obviously being bought off by the fossil fuel companies it's so fucking clear and yet he's he's got to make this this the statement which perfectly positions himself you know as like the non um you know non establishment Candidate, as well as positioning himself as a like anti climate change candidate, like it's so infuriating. Can can I say
1: one thing about Vivek? Like, someone correct me on this if if I'm uh mistaken, but this is a perfect encapsulation of how batshit insane the Republican Party is. Like, one of Vivek's uh, like tent, tentpole positions is to raise the voting age from 18 to 25. Did that come up at all? Like, did anyone mention that? Like, that is ridiculous. And yeah, yeah. that's just another Republican candidate now. <laughs> that's how crazy the
2: Republicans are. You know, I, you know, to be a little fair to Fox News, which I don't have to do, but I'm going to try to do for like a <laughs> tiny second here. I mean, they did talk about a lot of topics. So, I mean, maybe they'll get to it next time. Maybe they won't. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, like, it, it, it's totally in the wheelhouse, though, right? You have to find a way. To, how can you appropriately spin Doing something that's egregious but helps your party out tremendously. Since you're getting killed with young voters not voting for you, how do you stop that? Oh no, don't let them vote at all. Here we go. Problem yeah. solved. That's
1: <laughs> that's what makes the vague thing so interesting because a lot of the uh the um the reviews going over the the debate were talking about how. Vivek's the youngest candidate. He's like, you know, barely 40 years old or something. And he's going to appeal to younger voters. And it was just hilarious to me. He doesn't want younger voters. Like he's going against everything that younger voters want. He said climate change was a hoax. Like there's nothing about him or the fact that he is young that relates to young people at all. Other than that, his like uh, his charismatic, you know, you know, uh, circus clown personality. I don't know.
2: Yeah, well, he also said that right after they played a video of a young person saying that the, one of the biggest issues for them was yep. climate change. So, yeah, obviously he's not really that interested. But well, you know, let me start with you, CJ. What was your biggest takeaway from all of this last night? Like, maybe the one thing that just stood out to you the most, like through this two-hour what did you call it before Carnival Circus? Carnival mm-hmm. was something like that. CJ? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> dumpster fire. I think yeah. is the, technical <laughs> the term. Yeah, what's stuck out to you, CJ?
3: I feel like one thing that really affected me is the this big change that the Republican Party is going through. From like you said, of having these like semi-normal conversations, um, being turned into uh, competing to be competing to see who can be the most like authoritarian, charismatic leader uh, with quick and simple solutions. And I feel like it kind of shows that a lot of Republican voters, especially, you know, I'm from the deep country. So I grew up around a lot of like very poor white Trump supporters. Yeah, um, I feel like it shows that they understand that the Republican party has not helped them and that traditional Republican policies uh, have not helped them. And instead of realizing like, Oh, I think this is an institutional problem. They're kind of putting it on the individuals and trying to find, you know, who can be uh, the loudest, most insane buck Wild uh, person yeah. that they can kind of identify with who claims to be, you know, not like the other candidates, even though they're kind of espousing the same political points.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I think that, you know, what we are seeing in the in the Republican Party is a definite like a shift away from what it used to be. The, as you said earlier, TJ, you know, this is the party of Trump. I mean, he has effectively molded the entire base around him. I mean, it's no longer really about these old principles that they all say that they used to care for. It's more or less like, are you with Trump and the way that he conducts himself or are you against him? If you are against him, then they don't even consider you a Republican anymore. They just call you a rhino, something like that effect. So not even a real Republican anymore. So, I mean, honestly, my also my biggest takeaway from the entire night um, was the fact that I just felt like legitimately Vivek Ramaswamy was probably you know had his star kind of crafted last night and it wouldn't surprise me if not only is he a prominent figure in the republican party going forward but i could see a lane where he might be the vice president
1: oh yeah yeah zero percent surprise zero percent surprise i mean who who is his main competition for that right now i i, I nikki haley i mean come on like i, I don't DeSantis, know like, just...
2: <laughs> who looked so awkward and so i mean he just looks so uncomfortable Terrible. on stage also, he oh.
3: keeps talking about Joe Biden sending it back to a basement. What is that? What <laughs> happened?
2: Uh, you yeah. know, they, there was the thing where during the 2020 campaign, Fox was relentlessly spewing the idea that the reason why you didn't see Joe Biden on the campaign trail wasn't because of COVID, but because he was hiding in his basement in Delaware. So that, it's one of those oh. conservative media like talking points that just like is relentless at this point. It's just like, yeah, I'm sure Biden's chilling at home, but why is he in a base i don't, I don't know anyway so i don't like they
3: were trying to kidnap him i don't know <laughs> 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 oh, oh i love it i love
1: it yeah i'd like to see. i i think there's going to be a definite uh inverse relationship between the rising star of ramaswamy and the meteoric fall of desantis like i was yeah. desantis got ahead of him next because he's he's uh he's Pitted himself against Donald Trump, the worst thing he could possibly do, and he's been exposed as just this horrific, charisma-free, you know, homunculus that uh, is just uh, <laughs> repulsive to watch on television. So, I, I, I'm going to be hate watching DeSantis for the next few years. I can't wait to see where this guy ends up.
2: <laughs> no, I agree, but we do have one more thing to talk about when it comes to him. But we'll, uh, we'll get to that here in a little bit.
3: I don't know. I just like I can't stop thinking about like Donald Trump's mugshot coming out tomorrow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: oh, is that t- I thought I thought it was today and I can't Did wait I, yeah. It. yeah well, tomorrow? He, he's taking it today, but we don't know if we're gonna get okay. it right away or not. I'm getting it <laughs> all all right, on- cool.
3: I'm getting it on mugs, I'm getting a poster. I <laughs> know.
2: <laughs> man. That's,
1: that's my live moment right there that I am I am dying for this mugshot. I'm gonna be putting on t-shirts and yeah, hats. I can't, <laughs> it's gonna be my phone background screen. I can't wait. It's gonna be awesome. I can't wait.
3: <laughs>